Welcome, and thank you for checking out my podcast. This is the Adam Messer Show, and I'm your host, Adam Messer. This podcast is all about uh, interviewing authors, artists, and entertainers, other creators, uh, creative folks, and it's also about uh, stuff that I like to share. I'm an author. Uh, I like to create things. I love talking to interesting people, and I just try to share stuff that's helped me. So thank you for listening. Okay, there we go. <laughs> All right, everybody. Uh, welcome to Muses, Memoirs, and More, the Adam Messer Show. I'm your host, Adam Messer, and my guest today, my special guest today, is Monica Lee Floyd. And uh, hey, everybody. Hi. <laughs> we're, we're live on Instagram right now. If you go to Instagram, it's uh, just Adam Messer and uh, got that rolling. So, uh, Monica is an author, a local author here in Savannah, and we're going to talk about uh, her, what is it, the uh, Savannah Gothic? Savannah Gothic is the name of my um, poetry collection book, Right, yes. right. That's your book, and then um, you also, your your Instagram is Savannah Gothic, right? Yeah, Savannah underscore Gothic. Yeah, yeah. We're going to talk about that today and what it's like to be a, a poet, and or is it a poetess? I don't know how to say it for her. Is it I just think a it's poet? just poet. Yeah, like author, poet, you know. I mean, you can call me a poetess. That sounds a little more grandiose. We can go with that. <laughs> I like it. Uh, well, anyway, um, Monica is a friend of mine. So we uh, we met last year. I can't remember when we met exactly. but uh, Didn't we meet in Starbucks? Uh, it or was, was it before then? I, I can't. I know it was before the Quill, though. I know yeah. it was before that. And then you were at the Quill and... Anyway, um, Sebastian is uh, Sebastian Messer plays some live music for me, so he opens the show for me, and then uh, we'll do that, and then we'll talk, and we'll go from there. Okay. So take it away, Sebastian. <laughs> Awesome, awesome. Thank you, Sebastian, so much. Yeah, uh, Monica, he, he's been playing music for a couple years now, and um, I had a little intro uh, that I was playing when I first did the show, but when I came back, um, we had a little little break for a couple months, and when I came back, I was like, you know, I want to do something different, 
And um, I've always been a metalhead. Well, I say that I've been a metalhead since like 91, 1990, something like that. Uh, I was like maybe ninth grade, high school. I'm dating myself. I'm I'm actually 43, everybody. So I'll just put that out there. I don't really care. Everybody's like, oh, I'm too old. But I've been a metalhead forever. And so he plays. And I was like, you know what? Why not? You know, I think it'd be kind of cool and a lot of He's fun. Good. And the guests like it. So, you know, I mean, I'm, I love it. So. Yeah, I think he's great. He did a good job. So I like your shirt, by the way. I love oh, sarcasm. <laughs> That's cool. <laughs> totally unplanned. It's, I... as, it's like punching people in the face with words. Oh, there we go. That's perfect. <laughs> okay, so Monica, can you tell everybody a little bit about yourself and um, how you got into writing? And we don't want to. We don't want to miss. Uh, it's Valik, right? How am I, am I saying it wrong again? Yes. How do you say it? <laughs> uh, Valak. Valak. I'm so sorry, Valak. What's up, man? Hey, everybody. I, I don't know if you can see him or not. Let's. Uh... You want to say hi? Yeah, just say. Put him on blast. What's up, man? What's up? All right. So. Always put Valak on blast. We like to do that. <laughs> I'm doing. I'm, everybody, I'm doing a live Instagram uh, feed today, so you can't really see me, but you can see Monica. So she's the she's the most important person today right now. So uh, can you tell us a little bit about yourself and how you got into writing and all? Okay, uh, a little bit about myself. Um, let's see. I have one book out right now. That's Savannah Gothic. You can get it on Amazon.com. Uh, uh, I recommend the paperback, although I do have the Kindle out. Um, uh, I recommend the paperback because there's black and white photography, and I think it's just better in the book. Um, and I'll, I'll have to agree with you there because I picked up the ebook and I have not picked up the hardback or the paperback yet. Oh, I should have brought you one. I'm sorry. No, no, no. I I, I didn't even think about it when we were at the quote because I was running around with like a chicken with my head cut off that day. But um, the paperback, I read it in like, I, I don't know, it was like 100 or so poems or something like that. Or There's 52 poems. Oh, in, it's like 100 pages. And it's 100 uh, yeah. pages because there's like 50 was, photos. Yeah, yeah. And I read it. Uh, I picked it up and I read it um, in a single night. And uh, really good poetry. I mean, I I felt uh, like there was a lot of dark stuff in there. A lot of, uh, I mean, uh, there's a lot of adult stuff in there too. Uh, but it's not, it's not a, like a romance type thing. It's more like a just, uh, I don't Life. know. Yeah. Life. <laughs> yeah. It's very seedy and dark, but not in a good way in some places. Right. Uh, I, I basically uh, based that book off... Um my life, <laughs> um, which hasn't always been the brightest of things, but it is definitely a lot brighter now than it was um, in the past or has been in uh, different places. So, I mean, it, it, it goes up and down, you know, um, life. And I think that it's relatable for people to read things that they have been through and... Um, I think it's important that people know that there are other people that have gone through things as well. Um, so true. You know, the hard things to talk about, the stuff people don't want to necessarily say. Sometimes it's easier to say the in, hush, in hush metaphor. Stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I like to say things in do metaphor. You ever, you remember that song, Hush Hush? Yes, your, I do. You got Voices Carry. You know, the, the that song, Hush Hush, Keep It Down Now, Voices Carry. From the I don't know if I'm 90s. thinking of the same song as you. No, the song I'm thinking of is different. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, that song to me, it was a, like a late 80s, early 90s. I can't remember. Uh, and I can't even remember the artist, but the song was like, 
you know, the hook is hush, hush, keep it down now, voices carry. And it's about child abuse or it might be about uh, spousal abuse. I can't remember. But, you know, as a kid, I was like, you know, wow, this is this is pretty heavy. Yeah. Yeah. There's some heavy stuff in there. Um, A lot of stuff uh, uh, about relationships that I've been in in the past and uh, things that have uh, gone on in my life and and just and that's what my poetry continues to be about really is mm-hmm. is about things going on now things that may have been you know gone through before or um thoughts i've had um just anything i need to let out basically yeah. is what my poetry is which is why for me it's a little bit of a quicker write for me than say something like a novel which i'm working on right now yeah, yeah. my first oh one. trust me i'm <laughs> i'm working on the second blood thrasher and the first one was a novella the second one i'm trying to make into a full-length novel and it is it's hard um you know i i've when i was younger i used to write a lot of poetry and i used to like a lot of uh just i don't know not necessarily freeform poetry but uh, not necessarily rhyming poetry either sometimes rhyming sometimes not um free verse uh, used to like Shakespeare's sonnets. I, I would say used to. I, I still do, but I haven't read it in years. But um, poetry to me, I think it's a great um, outlet, you know, especially for anybody who wants to write. Um, they say poetry's, you know, not as popular as other books, but it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if they're popular or not because, you know, you have, you're going to have your audience that you reach and you're going to have people that you touch that, you know, they appreciate your work. And you have a you have a following of people. I do. Um, I don't. I don't know that they're. Fo- I, my poetry gets a lot of likes. Mm-hmm. Um, I think a lot of my followers um, or friends. I don't really consider them followers as much as friends. You know. Well, I, I mean, when I say following, that's like I was saying. You yeah, have an like on social media. Because yeah, I, <laughs> I don't like that the word fans either. Because I try, I connect with people and I try to build relationships. I don't. Uh, I mean, there are people that I've never met that might have read my stuff that like it, and they might be a fan, but I don't even consider that. Like, to me, a fan is uh, it's just kind of an outdated word almost. It's. It is outdated. People that like your things, you know, your stuff, you know, what what's what's to say I'm any better than they are? Right. You know, I'm, they're human as, as well as I am, and there was something about their story or, or my story that they connected with, and they felt like it was like, you know, okay, this is something I like. Mm-hmm. You know, especially with your poetry. I mean, I'm sure that there, there's probably stuff that, you know, because reading reading it, there's probably stuff that other people can share and relate to that they they might not want to vocalize. They might not want to talk about or express, but they can say, you know, this poem really, you know, gets me. And I try to keep it a little, like I said, a lot metaphorical because this way it does reach a wider audience. Right. Um <clears throat> And I think that what you're getting at with the whole not being fans and everybody being the same type thing is like, uh, I see it as more of a community. So right. the people that I'm sharing with are part of a community. Right. And I'm part of that community. And uh, it crosses over to many different types of genres of people and, and communities. But I I relate to them in, in a lot of ways and they relate to me. And I, I try to be there for my friends on social media who may be going through a rough time. I share a lot of free poetry because I don't want my poems to just reach paying people. I want them to reach people who can't pay either. You know, I, (coughs) excuse me. I, um, I've never collected any, uh, poems together, um, for a book. 
there was a um a poet that i met uh gosh in 2013 and um we were doing a show called explicit lips my friend camilla put together and she also was uh, a poet on stage and her poetry just inspired me a couple of times where she'd write something i wrote a poem in response to her poem you know yeah. and i thought it was really neat the dynamics uh, of that because um I hadn't written poetry at that point. I hadn't written poetry since probably, gosh, I was like 16 or 17. You wrote good poetry. You wrote me a beautiful poem after you read my book. I remember did, did that. Did you like that? Yeah, it was beautiful. It was a great <laughs> That poem. was just for you. I don't. I didn't share that with anybody else. I no, gave, I was like, I that's on my private um, Facebook page because now my, it's all public now because I have my big public one. Right. So. Right. Uh, wow. It's, it, it is. That's, it's a lot different. That, yeah, it is. It is. Let me do a little station ID um, real quick. I um, Everybody, you're listening to the Adam Messer Show, uh, uh, Muses, Memoirs, and More, uh, here on WRUU LP Savannah, Georgia, 107.5 FM, WRUU.org. We are Savannah Soundings, community radio with Global Soul. Uh, I'm your host, Adam Messer, and my special guest today is Monica Louis Ford. Hey. Hi. <laughs> What's up? <laughs> it's just so weird. Uh, if you're watching, if you're playing along at home on Instagram, uh, it's Adam Messer, all one, all one word. But uh, we're on here live, so you can kind of see what it's like in the studio. It's I try to do like a really laid back, conversation style uh, interview. I, I mean, it's the best way I can do it. But I like to have conversations with people and talk about their process and their you know their projects and things like that. Um, I do want to hit up one thing that we are doing tonight, though, guys. Uh, we're having an Odd Lot improv show tonight, and Odd Lot is like one of my favorite, favorite things. I used to watch them um, at GnomeCon. So let me just read this. This is actually straight off the um, the Instagram page. It's uh, WRUU underscore 107.5 underscore Savannah, and uh, I am following them. Uh, WRUU and Odd Lot Improv for a night of laughter and comedy event June 23rd. That's today. Tickets are $15 for Georgia and 12 for students slash military and seniors. More information can be found on our event page. Uh, thanks. So we're doing an odd lot show tonight at seven 30. So uh, come on out, support us. We are an all community, all volunteer station. Uh, we have a micro budget here. So when you help support us, we get to do cool shows like this with Monica. So thank you so much for listening, and thank you so much for your support. So I, I had to, I wanted to pitch that because I <laughs> I love Odd Lot, and they're they're so funny, especially like um, they do uh, improv and they do this short skit stuff, and um, they're I don't know, it's just one of those things where they have a lot of fun things with the audience. You you don't just watch the show; you interact with the show and. You know, they have a lot of, you know, it's, it, I think it's a lot of fun, you know, so. Great show. Yeah. Okay, so let's talk, um, I think you said you're working on a new project, right? Well, I have my second book of poetry written. I'm still looking for a publisher. I'm trying to not self-publish again. Mm -hmm. Although I think, you know, if it goes too long, I may. I haven't necessarily submitted a lot of places either, so I have to really get down and mm -hmm. do that i have to submit queries submit and yeah, yeah um because the second poetry book is finished and there's a lot more poems than the first one it's it's uh probably triple the size oh that's great yeah that's great. i wrote a lot <laughs> when i talked to uh, jessica brody a couple weeks ago she uh for her first novel 
she submitted, I think she had like 60 or 70 rejection notices from her queries. And um, I think even today with publishing, there are so many independent publishing houses now that are uh, small publishing. You know, they're, they're doing the same thing as, as we are with the independent press, like, you know, Amazon and, you know, using those things. But they're also using other uh, devices. But I think it's interesting because... Um, some of the bigger channels, I guess there, there's a ton of them out there. And if you go and you look at magazines, there, there are actually a lot of magazines with poetry in it. Right. So, you know, I, um, I had written something for the Isaac Asimov magazine probably 10 years ago and I submitted it and they didn't take it at the time, you know, and it was never published, but it was a, it was a poem that, uh, I wrote, they were looking for poetry about, um, like an Isaac Asimov or like a sci-fi themed, you know, thing. And, um, but I still have that rejection letter from them. <laughs> I'm like, yay. <laughs> well, it just, you know, it, the market is so weird because I like to experiment with different forms of poetry. So uh, you're not going to necessarily see the same type of poem throughout my whole book. It's going to, it's going to change. Like you're talking yeah. about sonnets. There's quite a few sonnets in my Savannah Gothic book. Yeah. If you don't know the form, you're not going to recognize it as a sonnet because I don't, I don't title it as a sonnet. Right. Um, <clears throat> there's gozzles in there. I, most people aren't going to know what a gozzle is. I have no idea. Tell us. It's, it's a poetic form. It's just a different way to write. Um, I think in my new book that is coming out, I think one of the poems is called Ghost Gozzle. Oh. And then I have my free form poetry, which is a little bit, um, <laughs> it's, it's a little bit different. Um, I have a poem about muses, in fact, for the new book. Oh, yeah? Um, I just did something called a, um, and I posted it on Instagram, uh, a glosa. It's a Spanish form. And it's where you take the lines from somebody else's poem, mm. and then you do um, four stanzas, um, ten lines each, and then you end the poem with four lines from the other poet's oh, okay. poem. And that's called a glossa, or um, I think a glossa maybe. Um, I think it depends if you're doing feminine or masculine in, in Spanish form. I'm yeah. not sure. Um, I'm just calling it glossa because it's easier for me to pronounce. Yeah. And, um, but yeah, it's uh, I just posted that on my Instagram the other day for uh, the summer solstice. I wanted to write something about it. Um, and I liked the way it came out. It was the first time I ever wrote that form. And I was experimenting with it. I try to use um, the 10 syllable lines. I like to kind of stick with that because it's something familiar um, to a lot of people. So I try to go with that. But then there's also sometimes I just, you know, you're just writing and something just comes out and you don't necessarily uh, plan it as much. It's just it just flows out. And those tend to be a little bit stranger on my end. Um, how do you feel about editing a poem? Because I, I I want to tell you how I feel, but I want to hear what you feel first. I always edit because <laughs> I always edit my poems because. If some, I, I have to read them several times. If mm -hmm. I read them out loud, I speak them. Mm -hmm. Because if I'm, I, I have to hear the way my poetry sounds. If it doesn't sound right to me, then I'm going to edit it. If something, you know, because if I know the syllables are right, but it's something, the wording doesn't sound right or it's not flowing right, I'm going to change something around to make it sound better, for mm -hmm. me at least. I just, I, that's just the way I work. Um, I think the... 
And then sometimes even it might be too personal. So say it's not something I've published. It's something I've just written to myself. But then I say, well, I think I want to use this Mm -hmm. in something. But it's too personal to use the way it is. You have to almost edit it out for content. Yes, because if it was about somebody or a specific event and I don't want to target a person or event or thing that happened and I want it to be more neutral or relatable for all, I'll take that same feeling. It has the same feeling I had, but I take the personalization out of it to kind of make it more generalized. Um, Mm -hmm. And then it's better for me that way, I think, because sometimes when you're just in the moment, you write something to get it out of yourself. And in order to share it, you don't want to hurt anybody. Right. So I and I always, you know, that's I never want to hurt anyone with my poetry, but sometimes feelings do need to be expressed. So, yeah, yeah, I can understand that. I um, I don't like to edit my poetry. Uh not because of anything that you said, like not, there's no, nothing, you know, against like what you said at all. Right. I, I agree with you. I think you're, you've got a good perspective on it. I just don't like to alter it once it's out. Like when I say it, I'm like, doom, there it is. It's out. And, um, but you're doing free verse, non-rhyming though, right? Mostly. Well, not all the time. I mean, sometimes it's just rhyming as well. Um, but I don't like to change it just because I feel like that's what, uh, I captured in the moment. Right. And that's that's the essence that I felt as I was writing it. And I think that uh, sometimes, you know, it might. I don't know. Ninety nine point nine 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 percent of my poetry I've ever written. No one's ever seen it but me. Right. And um, the same thing with uh, I don't know, with writing, it's different because different genres of writing, I ha- they have the same kind of basic principles. Right. But uh, they're all different. I mean, you know, like I, I don't really write poetry other than just for myself and, and for fun, you know, and I've never really had an audience per se with that. Uh, fiction writing for me, <laughs> it's different than business writing. Um, it's different than journalism. It's different than, you know, um, just friend to friend writing. You know, it, it's just different. And there, I guess there are rules that you have to follow. And then, you know, if, once you know the rules, you, you can break them too, you know, so that's, right. that's one of the things that, you know, personally for me, I've, I've never really wanted to edit my poetry, but at the same time, you make a really great point about, okay, well, Hey, this was Frank that did this or whatever. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't want Frank to have some kind of impact, <laughs> you know, now or sue you. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> so you change it, you know, to, you know, be a generalized person or non-person or whatever. Um, so that's, you know, I think that's a, a really good point that you make with that. Um, what, I guess, with your Savannah Gothic, that was your first published book, right? Well, I published it myself. Right, but yeah. self-published. It's, mm-hmm. it's published. I mean, it's, it does, yeah, it's published. <laughs> it doesn't matter if it's self-published or not. I think it's it's great. <laughs> Thank you. <clears throat> what was your process like for you? Um, what? How did you come about saying, okay, well, I've been writing poetry for you know these many years or whatever. I'm going to put it out there. Well, I'd have, I and I still have it up, but I don't do much with it anymore because I have an author page. But I had um, a Facebook page for a few years. I started in 2015 called Dark Minds Think Alike. 
and it's still it's still up. Um, I don't really post to it anymore. Like I, I said. remember that group. Yeah. yeah. I, well, I still have the group. Um, it's yeah. a little more active than the page, but the page I don't post to as much. Um, <clears throat> Because I have my author page and then my public page now, and mm-hmm. I do more through that and the Instagram and all. But um, I shared poetry that way a lot, and um, and so I, you were actually web publishing basically. Yeah, I was, or and I was getting feedback, yeah. and I found that people enjoyed it. Yeah. So and also to my Facebook page, people liked it and everything, and I was like, well, you know, why not um, put this all into something? Right. Right. And I ha- I have it, you know. Um, I, I had my themes that I wanted to do and use, um, mm-hmm. and I just went, I just kind of went with it, and... That's cool. Yeah. And we're <laughs> still on Instagram, everybody, so if you want to check us out, you can actually see Monica talking live um, on Instagram, and you're listening live. Hopefully, uh, you know, everybody's tuning in right now. We're, I know my son's listening. Hey, how are you? <laughs> Shout out to you. What's his name? Alexander. Shout out to you, Alexander. That's my and son's Janie. middle name. Janie. Janie, that's my daughter. Awesome. My son Anthony, we'll shout him out, but yeah. he's at his friend's house and he's probably has no idea I'm on the radio right now. So, oh, that's cool. Maybe he can listen <laughs> later. My, I, well, I'll put it on the podcast too. So I know my dad's listen. listening too. So, that's shout awesome. out to dad. Awesome. <laughs> Welcome everybody. You're probably like our five listeners. Maybe so. mom. Maybe mom's listening. I, I don't appreciate know. Appreciate it. <laughs> I, I love it. Um, you know, it's so weird because <clears throat> this show is is much like the writing and stuff like that. You know, I always love finding out somebody appreciated the show or they listen to it. And, you know, I feel like it's a way to um, to be able to share what other authors are doing and talk to them about their process. I think it's really fun, um, especially when, you know, it's it's I think it's kind of neat. It's like a novelty being on the radio, but also, you know, having because we all have, I guess, our our, our first audience, you know, like our family and our friends. And then it kind of permeates out to different people or whatever. But I always love the, you know, being able to share with uh, folks, you know, like that's why I wanted to do the podcast so that people that can't catch the show, they can listen to it later on, you know, so they can hear like, you know, what you're doing and whatever. So yeah, it's a lot of fun. Um, We are going to do a station break in uh, just a few minutes, but I want to ask you with uh, the, in the book, you have uh, poems and you have photos. You took a lot of those photos, right? Like 99% of those photos. I took, I think, only three of them I didn't. Okay. Obviously, the Sylvia Plath one I did not take because she's passed on. Right. <laughs> right. Jim Morrison did not take that one. Right. <laughs> but uh, what what gave you the idea to do um, like a photo style poetry book, you know, where you, you did your own photos to visualize or to share, you know, a well, reference for people. I had the photos and I had the poems, and they don't necessarily go hand in hand either. Right. They're just kind of, you know, I don't know. I just felt like it needed it needed a visual. It needed something. It needed to be more than just just words for people. I think mm-hmm. they needed something to look at in between, in between reading, um, if they were going to have the print copy on hand especially um to just it, it's about my life the yeah. book and yeah. i felt like in order to really understand my life too and to make it more personal i was going to put photos in there 
to show people kind of what my life was like or how I, through my own eyes, Mm -hmm. because they were my photos, you know, that I took. Yeah. So this is like, this is what I see. Your viewpoint. My viewpoint of of my life. And, you know, because there's a lot of pictures of my kids in that book. There's um, a lot of uh, pictures of nature. Um, You have some pictures of Savannah too. Yeah, of Savannah. After, there's one that I particularly like, um, which is a sad picture, but... It's right after Hurricane Matthew when the trees were uprooted in Forsyth Park. Mm-hmm. And all three of my children are standing on an uprooted tree yeah. in black and white. And I took that photo and I just felt like it was a really powerful photo of just kind of the... The aftermath. Yeah, yeah the destruction, but then yeah. the life, yeah. too. You know, there's life on top of the destruction. It's very gothic in that way. Yeah. So that's my favorite one, I think, in there. All right. Well, we're going to take a break, everybody. Um We're going to do a station ID and a couple other things. Sebastian is going to play for us uh, for a couple minutes, and then uh, we'll be back talking with Monica Lee Floyd. Hey, everybody. (laughs) So I'm sorry you can't really hear uh, on Instagram. You can't really hear what we're talking about unless you're listening to – you can listen to us, but you can't hear the uh, the IDs and all that stuff. So, Sebastian, will you take it away? I know they can hear that on uh, Instagram. (laughs) All right. This is Sebastian Messer, everybody. Awesome, best. Thanks. And now we're going to do our station IDs. Thank you to our listeners and the readers of Connect Savannah for participating in the 2019 Best of Savannah poll. With your help, WRUU has been selected as the best local radio station and the best local talk radio station in Savannah. Thank you, Savannah, for listening and voting and supporting community radio. W-R-U-U-L-P, Savannah, Georgia, 107.5 FM, WRUU.org. We are Savannah Soundings, community radio with global soul. Asaba Island is Georgia's third largest barrier island and lies about 20 miles south of Savannah with more than 16,000 acres of tidal marshes and 9,000 acres of high ground. Managed by the Department of Natural Resources as a state heritage preserve, the island welcomes about a thousand people each year under the direction of the Asaba Island Foundation, a nonprofit group that reveals the voices and the mystery of Asaba Island. Information about upcoming trips is available at asabaisland.org. Tonight on WRUU, tune in at 6:30 for Random Note, a themed magical musical journey at 8 in the Pocket presents jazz, funk, soul, gospel, and more. 
At 9, Evening Eclectic is a show with no musical boundaries. And at 11, we bring you an hour of locally produced music. Our latest schedule is always at WRUU.org. Thanks for listening. All right, everybody. Thank you for hanging out with us today on WRUU. LP Savannah, Georgia, 107.5 FM, WRUU.org. We are Savannah Soundings Community Radio with Global Soul. And <clears throat> before we get back um, today, my special guest is Monica uh, Lee Floyd. She is a poet, author, mom, all kinds of stuff. You do like performances too, right? Um, I have performed. <laughs> yeah, I, I remember that. Uh, wh- uh, what was the one that you did? It was the Joker. Oh yes, I. That was... It's still on my Instagram. But <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah, I was in the um the vampire pageant, the Savannah Vampire Pageant. Right. Did not win, but I thought my performance was pretty darn good. <laughs> yeah, I I thought it was pretty deep. It was, you know, it took me a minute. I was like, she's doing the monologue of the Joker. I know it. <laughs> can you can you uh. Can you do a rendition for us? Oh, you want to hear Natasha Katowski on on <laughs> just for the a air. brief second? Yeah, yeah. So. Yes, I, I do this voice. I I don't know why it come to me like this, but I love doing it. It's it's my favorite thing to do to bother my children. They hate it when I talk like this when we go out and and then I ask why the salt and pepper is free, but the uh, salad dressing not free at the restaurant. I don't understand that. Say the line. Which what line? The Joker I, line. Oh my goodness! Um, now I forget my whole monologue. Now that you ask me to say a line, oh my goodness! Um, uh, why so? Oh, why so serious? Why so serious? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I she okay. So everybody, you gotta imagine. You're gonna have to go on her web, uh, her Instagram. It's Savannah underscore Gothic, right? On Instagram. Yes, Savannah underscore Gothic. So she does this whole monologue of the Joker, and she's got this knife in her hand the whole time, right? (laughs) And and she's like, why so serious? (laughs) (laughs) All right, so um, tonight, (laughs) talking about being so serious, Odd Lot Improv is going to be here tonight um, playing a show for us. And it starts at 7.30. It's from 7.30 to 9 p.m. The tickets are $15, $12 if you're a senior military student. Um, at the door or online. <clears throat> so the monies that uh, we raise from our events and stuff help go towards funding the station. We are uh, an all-community, volunteer-based radio station. What that means is that the money that you help us raise and the, the donations that you make, uh, they help us to fund our shows like this. Um, and the other, we have, I think, like 70-something hosts now at this point. We were voted um, by the readers of Connect Savannah as the best talk radio station and uh, as also as the best local radio station. So that was, you know, the poll on Connect Savannah. They do the best of every year. And I just I just love being part of uh, the WRU community. I mean, it's a, like you said earlier, a community. I think it's a lot of fun. It gives me a chance to talk to other creative people. And uh, so, listeners out there, thank you so much for your support. We we love you, and uh, you know, so show us some love tonight at the Odd Lot Improv, seven thirty. Okay, so Monica, why so serious? <laughs> I'm really not. Why I'm was like... that monologue? Why did you pick that monologue? Um. Well, a friend had asked, you know, would I <laughs> would I do this thing? 
And um, I originally, like, I'm like, I do not have any talents besides poetry, and I did not want to. That's a huge talent in, in its own. I mean, it is, but I just didn't want to get up there and do that. Um, I don't know. That seemed very vulnerable to me to be judged on my poetry right then and there. So I didn't want to do that necessarily. Um, so. I was like, well, I used to act when I was a kid, you know, I, I did a couple plays and stuff like that. So I think I'll do a monologue. I know I can do this. I can memorize this. And, mm -hmm. and uh, yeah, I went online and I was kind of going through and it, obviously it's it's, uh, you know, it was the vampire pageant. So I wanted to do something dark. Right. So I think <clears throat> I like research dark monologues or something. And then mm -hmm. all of a sudden, you know, the Joker's monologue came up from Dark Knight, um, the second one. Um, and I was like, oh, Heath Ledger, right? yeah, this is this is perfect because I can I tweaked it a little bit. It right. wasn't exact to the monologue. I tweaked it just a little bit um, to be more in character to who I was performing as at the time. And that was the Tide and Tasseled, by the way. I shout them out too. that. Yeah, put that on. They've got, a, they've got performances all the time. Yeah, they do. They're actually a really great burlesque troupe. And, um, you know, they, they were I have, wonderful. I have several friends that perform with them so that they're. I, I try to follow along with their events and their their uh, shows that they do, and they 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 have a lot of I think creative a talent, and um, they, I mean they try to come up with different themes. You know, it's not just the same thing over and over again. They they come up with a lot of different themed shows. Right, they put on a great show. They really do. So, um, and, and it was nice they did it. They did the pageant. They try to really um, get with the community. And I know we had just last I think it was Friday night. Um, the uh, Savannah Sweeties did the Mr. Savannah Savannah. Yeah, pageant. and and you know I think tonight they're doing a um, pose like a pinup with uh, Lavender Hayes. Right. Yeah. And she just won um, along with uh, one of your own uh, radio station hosts. Uh, they won some awards for their pinup. Jen. Jen. Yeah, Jen. She, yeah, she's she came one of our in hosts. third she's place. Awesome. Yeah. So uh, that was cool. So there's a lot of cool people. That's, in that was just like an inadvertent shout out to them. But yes, uh, congratulations, y'all. Yeah. <laughs> um, so we're live. Do you mind reading some poetry for us while you're here? I, I will. I picked one out because I, I told you I would. So I, I, I'll. OK, so everybody, this is Monica Lee Floyd <laughs> from Savannah Gothic. She's going to um, read for us uh, some of her poetry. Well, and this one's not. This one is not in my Savannah Gothic book. So this one is something new I've written. Oh, so are we the first to? to you hear? actually will be because I didn't put this online. Wow. And so you're getting it here first, everybody. Yeah, you'll get to hear <laughs> awesome. it first, and um, I think you'll recognize the form if you're a poetry fan, uh, because it's the same form that Bob Dylan uses okay. in his poetry. Great. So, because I like to experiment with different things, but... All right, so Monica, Louis, Floyd, everybody. This is called Old Habits. It is said old habits are hard to die. Thoughts escape when you want them locked away. A set of demon wings would help me fly. All I can do is give it my best try. Dragon skin on a torso that is fey. It is said old habits are hard to die. A pocket watch, a wink, and one small lie. They try to chain me so I have to stay. A set of demon wings would help me fly. I claw my shackles with a wicked cry. It's prison, but it's made to look like play. It is said old habits are hard to die. My face upturned to kiss the moonlit sky. It's in that lover's bed I wish to lay. A set of demon wings would help me fly. 
a witch captured by the Black Devil spy, although, if need be, I still find my way. It is said old habits are hard to die. A set of demon wings would help me fly. Nice. That's <laughs> Thank awesome. You. Thank you. That was really awesome. What inspired you to write that one? Because it, it almost sounds, it's, it's almost as if, <clears throat> uh, like, almost like a fantasy realm style. With right. Um, well, I would say. Because you talk about fae and demon wings and flying and. Well, it's always going to have a little gothic element to it, right. fantasy gothic element to it right. and with my poetry. So, yeah, um. I'm not flying off with angel wings. I'm, I'm flying off with demon wings right. um, because sometimes um, it takes that little bit of and darkness to get out of something. Good Omens. Have you watched Good Omens yet on I, Amazon Prime? I haven't, and I really need okay, to. Okay, I'm just going to give a shout out. That is a must-see, and what you're talking about reminds me kind of of that. that uh... So no spoilers here. But there's a, you know, we, we have the, the, uh, I don't know, the, the day and the night we have the Taoism or, or whatever, you know, you have good and the bad. And that's what you kind of reminded me of just now when you said that. So in good omens, you have an angel and you have a demon and they go through history basically together in different events and things like that. And it shows sometimes where the demon has to do something good for the will of the good. And sometimes the angel has to do something bad. Well, and this is the thing, um, where the poem came from, everybody has, has habits, and they might not necessarily be bad to the outside world. They might not necessarily be something that one would think of as a bad habit or habit Could at all. Could be a all. comfort habit. A comfort habit yeah. or things like that. And <clears throat> it just, it's weird how, how sometimes you do have to do some morally compromising things to get out of a situation that may be bad because of your bad habit that puts you there. Well, uh, uh, give like an example lying. to everybody. I was going to say <laughs> lying. Everybody lies. Some people are more honest than others. But even like a white lie, uh, like, you know, how are you doing today? I'm fine when you're really not. Exactly. You know, that's a lie. It's not truthful. That doesn't make you a dishonest person. Exactly. But, you know, it's the same thing with uh, babies learn to destroy before they learn to build. Right. You know, they learn to create after they've learned to destroy and tear things apart because they're learning, you know. And sometimes you have to do – sometimes you got to do what you got to do. And and I think it's also about being in a situation where, um, you know, you feel stuck. You know, you feel stuck and... I think that... Does that go back towards some of the stuff that you were talking about in your Savannah Gothic before? It usually does yeah, when it sounds yeah. that way. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say because, you know, it, it's something that you you move away from, but it always stays with you. And y that's the thing. It's... You can be mentally stuck, too. Right. You can be mentally stuck in some place that you're not physically stuck in. People are, are I think, more than likely mentally stuck than they are physically stuck you know sometimes the uh, even like uh weight issues for example you know like this last uh i don't know about a month and a half ago or so i had to take a, a steroid for like a week it made me gain 10 pounds and i've been taking my time losing it you know <laughs> and i really know that i i should get on it you know but i haven't really made the effort you know it's not so much a mentally stuck i guess it's just more of it's not a priority. 
We just need some demon wings. Well, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I'm Catholic, so I can't mess around with that stuff. But it's funny because I had a friend named Matt that he he talked about um, actively deprioritizing things and actively prioritizing things. So kind of when you're talking about that, that's what it kind of reminded me of. It's like, okay, well, sometimes we can get stuck because it feels like we have a ton of things just stacked on top of us. You know, I have to do this, I have to do that, and, you know, what am I going to do for the kids, and then yada, 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 especially as a parent, you know, you always, you're always you always having the kids in the forefront of, like, okay, well, what do, what do they need, you know? Um, and I think sometimes actively deprioritizing certain things. Like, today I had, like, what are my big three? You know, I'm doing the radio show. I uh, had to get my kids um, where they spent the night over at my aunt's house, and you know, I've, I've got to write. I've got some things that I want to write. Those are my, my top three. On top of that, I want to exercise and I want to do some other things. And, you know, I tried to cut the grass this morning. The lawnmower, the, the little uh, starter spinner was broken. Oh, so I had to order the, the part. And, you know, so th- there's all these things that, that uh, pop up, right? Um, and a friend of mine, uh, his name's Derek, he said, he said, you know, you can't look at it that way because those things didn't happen all at one time even though they might stack on top of us and we feel like they're like all on us, they didn't all happen at one time. So you have to, you have to deal with them separately. And I think with, you know, just going into having read your poetry book and then having followed along with, you know, some of the dark meme humor and, and some other <laughs> stuff, it, it's, I think it's neat because it's a way for people to be able to branch out and to share. Um, but I also think too, with that emotional turmoil sometimes it can feel very overwhelming right it can feel uh, you know and i, and I don't want to i don't want to breach the you you have to read it y'all you have, you have to read it i'm not you know i'm not trying to plug your book or anything like that but yeah yeah i am i guess i am savannah gothic um but you read it and you can you can you can follow along with that sense of uh the pain and, and some of the i don't know some of the scars that you carry still you know and i think a lot of people have those emotional burdens but your poetry is a great way for you to be able to do an outlet with that and share it with other people, oh, yeah. right? It kept me going um, my whole life because I've always written poetry. I was just talking to my dad this morning about um, actually, and this might help some if there's any younger listeners out there. Um, we were talking about um, having ADD in school or something like that. And mm-hmm. I've never been diagnosed with ADD or anything like that. However, I always had a very hard time focusing when somebody else is is talking um not necessarily now as i'm older but when i was younger i know what you mean and so i would always write the notes down before you know the notes would be up i'd write them down really quick Mm -hmm. um i'd read them read over them i'd like half listen to what my teacher was saying and then i would be writing poetry in the corners of my book yeah and when i got my first job at mcdonald's when they first when I was like 14 years old, the first thing that they do is they put you in this place they call the hole or they used to uh, shout out to the Oakdale McDonald's in New York mm-hmm. and the hole. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, so they would put me they put me there and 
it was just taking people's money. It was so repetitive and boring, yeah, and yeah. I just like could not. Was it a drive-through e- window? Yes, I couldn't even. You, you were stuck in one place for. I was stuck eight there hours, the yeah. entire time. That's probably why. They well, call they were it only the allowed to um, keep me for like three to four, I think, because of oh, the like, because minor of restrictions. Yeah. However, that's still a long time. So in between, anywhere after forty-five minutes in the same position or the same spot, it can be a long. And saying the same spiel, like oh, "Hello, yeah. thank you for you know choosing yeah. McDonald's." Yeah. Anyway, so I would take the receipt tape and I would like pull it out and I would write poetry in between customers. Oh, cool. And I did that. Let so. me um, let me do a uh, station ID real quick. So you're listening to us on WRUU LP Savannah, Georgia, 107.5 FM, WRUU.org. I said org, kind of <laughs> weird there. Uh, we are Savannah Soundings Community Radio with Global Soul. I'm your host, Adam Messer, and this is the Muses, Memoirs, and More show, the Adam Messer Show. And my special guest today is Monica Lee Floyd. We're live on Instagram. So if you want to check us out, it's uh, Instagram. The uh, user uh, name is Adam Messer, A-D-A-M-M-E-S-S-E-R. I haven't done that in a while. Actually, I haven't done that. But I was like, you know what? That'd be kind of cool. Um, I want to also let you all know we're doing an odd lot improv show tonight at 730. And uh, it's going to help us with raising funds for our station, all community, all volunteer station. Tickets going to be fifteen dollars uh, general admission, twelve dollars for senior, military, student, online, and at the door starts at seven thirty tonight. So Odd Lot is, uh, I think they're a ton of fun. They are, uh, they're really uh, interesting and and it's a good funny uh, funny event. So <clears throat> we were talking, Monica. You were in the hole. <laughs> at I'm McDonald's, out of the hole now. <laughs> but you would uh, you would take the receipt tape and you would write poetry on it yeah it just is so it's just something that's always helped me get through every aspect of my life right uh, and, and it's i started writing poetry when i was you know really young in elementary school probably as soon as i learned how to write i was and rhyme i was writing poetry um so that's cool and it just kind of continued on through and and um i remember first poem i ever submitted to school they didn't even think i wrote it they thought that i plagiarized it from <laughs> From someone. It was that good, huh? (laughs) Wow. That's they thought it was. I mean, I I remember parts of it, but not all of it. I really wish I'd kept it. But, you know, they really didn't believe that I wrote it. And I did. I did. (laughs) She wrote it. I wrote it. You you should see her face right now. (laughs) She's like, I did. I did. Okay, we have about five minutes left, uh, Monica. So where can people check out your stuff? Okay, well, um, if you want to buy my book, again, it's uh, Savannah Gothic by Monica Lee Floyd on Amazon.com or BarnesandNoble.com. You can buy it um, there. I recommend paperback just so you know, but it is available on Kindle. Um, And if you have Kindle Unlimited, you could read it and I think it's free for you. Um, If you want to follow me on social media, it's um, on Facebook. It's Facebook.com. forward slash uh, Monica Lee Floyd, or if you want to follow my author page, which is more authory. Um, <laughs> that's not a real word, but I'll make it one. It is authory. now. Right? Yeah. It is now. Um, it's uh, author Monica Lee Floyd. And then if you want to follow me on Instagram, it is Instagram.com forward slash Savannah underscore Gothic, which is the name of my book. And on Twitter, I am um, Twitter.com forward slash back underscore off underscore capital m like back off monica and uh (laughs) that was because of uh a certain person who was not 
leaving me alone on social media. I thought it would be funny to change my Twitter name to back off Monica, <laughs> basically. <laughs> okay. But it's it's just M. So it's back underscore off underscore capital M on Twitter. <laughs> that's good. <laughs> uh, that's, uh, I guess we've got a few, we've got a few minutes left. Um, you've got the new project that you're working on. Right. So you, you're looking, you're, you're putting it out there, you're querying it. Um, you also said you're working on a novel. Right. Yeah. I have about three chapters written. Oh, awesome. Yeah. Awesome. I think like, uh, I don't know, 15 pages or something like that. Oh, that's awesome. What do you, uh, what do you enjoy about writing poetry? Uh, what I like about writing poetry is just that it just flows out, comes natural, gets my emotions out. Um, I like to hear people's reactions genuinely. Mm -hmm. I like to hear what they think about it and what their favorite parts were and what they think I meant when I wrote it because it's always so different than what actually I did mean yeah. um, or what they think it was about for them. <clears throat> and I don't, I, it's, there's no right or wrong. Yeah. I, I, I want it to be personal for everybody. So that's why I write it. It's, it's meant to be different for each person. It's meant to be personal for each person. That's what I aim for. It's, it's about me, but it's supposed to touch everybody differently. Right. If it's a good metaphor it should touch all in some way or someone will know somebody who's been through that or right. you right. know can can relate to it yeah so that's what i like about it I, I like helping people through things i like being supportive um i i try to be a community person as much as i can to bring people together um i like i like to do things with others so that's what I like about, I like the sound of it. Um, I like everything about poetry. I like reading it. I like the sound of it. I like other poets. <laughs> I, you know, it's so crazy because uh, I was talking to Sebastian right before we got on uh, when we were coming up. I'm doing that Books and Brews in August. And it's we're gonna it's at Southbound Brewing Company. So we, we're doing the, uh, it's a fundraiser for the Ronald McDonald House, the uh, Coastal Empire, uh, the Ronald McDonald Charities House uh, of the Coastal Empire. And we've been doing these Brooks and Brews where we have local authors and stuff like that. So I was telling him, um, I wanted to, it's it's going to be like an end of summer party. It's going to be August the 31st, I think it is. I think it's yeah. the it's the Saturday before Labor Day. But um, <clears throat> I've got a couple of, actually Jen's going to be a DJ. And then Tom Murray is going to be a DJ. And um, I was actually telling Sebastian, I was wanting to do like some live uh, poetry readings and some live readings. So I would love to have you there reading some of your poetry. Yeah, absolutely. Would you like to do it? Yeah. And I'm sorry I missed the last one. I was oh, really no, ill. No I felt so bad. I, I was like. It happens. Don't don't feel bad at all. I mean, it's just, it's a real low key laid back thing. We're going to do, um, they're going to have a food truck. We're, it's going to be like an end of summer party. That's why I want to have a DJ. Um, we're going to do, the, Tom's going to do a set. Jen's going to do a set. And I was thinking, like, you know, I've got, I've already got the PA system and everything, so we're gonna do like a poetry reading. Uh, I was thinking about having people just, you, you know, maybe read some excerpts from their book and something like that. You know, just something fun um, in the summer. So yeah, that'd be awesome. I appreciate you. Yeah, just send me the info and I'll be there. Cool, cool. All right, so we've got about thirty seconds left. Thank you so much for being here on the Thank show today, Monica. Me. Thank you for having That's me. That's awesome. And everybody, check out her poetry because it's um, it's really interesting. Like I said, I picked up the the book on Kindle. Uh, I need to get a hard copy of it, so I'll, I'll get a hard copy from you yeah. when the um, when we I'll do the books. I'll bring you one. Don't worry. Yeah, no, <laughs> but yeah, it's so cool, everybody. So, so if you're into writing um, poetry, 
if you're into if you're into reading poetry, you know, even if you, if you're not, if it's something different for you, check it out because you know I think you have a lot of uh, heartfelt uh, work in there, and uh, I think a lot of people, like you said earlier, you want to you want people to be able to relate to it. So I think it's pretty awesome. So thank you for coming on the show today, Monica. Thank you. Awesome. All right, everybody, up next is Savannah at Night. And, uh, again, I just want to do a shout-out for our um, Odd Lot Improv show tonight at 730. It's going to be right here. It's a $15 general admission, $12 for senior, military, or student um, online at the door. And, uh, like I said, up next is Savannah at Night. Hey, thanks so much for listening into my podcast today, and uh, let me know what you think. I really would love to hear from you. Uh, you can hit me up on social media at uh, facebook.com slash author Adam Messer. Twitter is A-D-M-E-S-S-E-R. Instagram, A-D-A-M-M-E-S-S-E-R. Or on my website, www.adammesser.net. Love to hear from you. Thanks. <laughs>